Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today we are talking about emotions. Does God have emotions? Very interesting question. To start us off, we're reading in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and 27. And I am in the Daily Walk Bible. And in the same way, by our faith, the Holy Spirit helps us with our daily problems and in our praying. For we don't even know what we should pray for, nor how to pray as we should. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with such feeling that it cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows, of course, what the Spirit is saying as he pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. To start us off today, we've got MJ. Take it away. Yep. God is what God is love. You know, it's written all over the Bible. You know, the Bible is the is the love letter to us, you know, speaking through the prophets and speaking through the disciples. And, you know, even um, God, when he spoke to Moses, says, I will be. And, you know, uh, God is not a robot, you know, even uh, Jesus had emotions, you know, there was times where he got upset when people were not doing the right things in the temple, and he, um, you know, had to basically get anger and use anger in a proper way when he, he saw the sins of mankind, and that's, you know, where God is coming from, you know, God is, you know, he's not going to have the, the, the type of anger that maybe you and I have, but he does have anger. Um, Deuteronomy 9, 22 talks about that, God's anger. But at the end of the day, he loves us so much, he created us, you know. And so if you create something, there's, there's that love that you have for something that you've created and um, in Psalms 37, it talks about God laughing. And, you know, I just look at all the different emotions that I have, but sometimes my anger um, can lead to a selfish situation. And I can end up doing something really dumb, uh, which is sin. But that's not how God is. God will have anger, but it's in a holy way. It's, it's a holy anger. It's, it, it's a holy love. It's a holy compassion. If you read Judges 2, you'll see the compassion that, that um, God has for us. Uh, God hates sin, and that's all it comes down to. And uh, if you look at Psalms uh, 5, you'll read about uh, the the, the the level of hatred that um, God has for sin. But that's what's going on uh, today. We're going to discuss, you know, does God have emotions? You know, he's a living person. Um, he does not change. He's never corrupted. No matter what we try to do, he's not going to get corrupted on how he feels about us. And, you know, God just basically is always there for us, no matter what we do, and he's very consistent. He loves us so much, and he shows his love through, you know, the Bible, but he also shows love through other people, like you guys on the podcast here, how we, 
you know, love and care for each other. Um, he's, he's just not a robot. He, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna have um, emotions because he created us. So, and that's what I've read in the Bible about him. And um, he has grief. He has read um, in the uh, Zephariah, I believe, uh, three, he talks about rejoicing with us. So all kinds of great uh, passages throughout the Bible. And I think we had, even had one in, in Isaiah uh, that we were going to talk a little bit about today. Isaiah 49, I believe, is one of the other ones. But I'll leave it at that. I just wanted to kind of throw my two cents in at the beginning here. Excellent. Thank you, MJ. Um, I am Very going nice, to... Mike. Yes. Thank you. I, I, I love the verse. The verse is so deep and uh, I think it's very meaningful. I'll wait to my turn, but I just, man, it's awesome. Good job. Amen. Excellent. All right. I'm also going to add to the mix Hebrews 4 verses 15 to 16. And then Kev, get ready. You are up next. But Hebrews 4, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4, 15 to 16. Amen. Right. Yes. Kev, are you there? Go for it. You know, I love what Mike said about the fact that, that that God is consistent, and so to me, that's that's a that's a <laughs> that's really really helpful. Um, you know, that means that when we sin, when we do good, right? when we don't do what we're supposed to do, when we ignore the purpose that God put us for, right? God is consistent. Right. When he sees uh, calamity, when he sees greatness, uh, when he sees his will being done, uh, he's consistent. Right? God is a constant. It's the only constant in this universe, truthfully, uh, because when you think about math and physics, you know, there are points in time where the laws of physics break down. You know, they, they, it's neat if you ever, if you ever, you know, listen to like the, the physics behind the Big Bang, you know, the creation of the universe. And, uh, you know, and they, they talk in, in whatever fractions of a second, you know, that the, that the universe was created. And there's a certain point where they're like the laws of what we understand do not apply from this point forward or, or backward, right? So, so they, there are things in this universe that can be measured, can be understood. And then there are things that are beyond our skills. Dark matter is an exa another example of that, right? We know what's out there. We know that it exists. Um, there's, in fact, most of the universe is created from something called dark matter, which is uh, something we can't measure. The only reason that we know exists is because of gravitational pull. When we say that God is constant, it's, it's an incredibly beautiful, uh, incredibly beautiful thought um, that no matter what I do, 
I, I'm not changing the physics of, of how God relates to me. All right. Just like uh, when I sin uh, and I am forgiven uh, through God's grace, uh, they, the Bible says, you know, that the, the, that the thought of that sin is as far as the east is from the west. <laughs> you know, that it's forgotten. It's forgotten uh, by God. All right. That's how big his grace is, that he he literally can forget it. Right. And that's a whole nother conversation about, you know, if God's, you know, God, how can he forget anything? Right. So that's a whole nother conversation. But um, but he is a constant. And so his emotion that he shows is not one that changes how he behaves. Uh, just like Mike was saying, you know, when when we get upset, you know, get upset or anxious or angry or frustrated, right? Our behavior changes. It it is um you know, we might be short-tempered, we might be reactive. That our God does not do any of that. Uh, he has emotion; He expresses His emotion, um, but He does not change. So uh, that's it. That's really my contribution. I, I just I'm very, very, very thankful uh, for a God that is that is as um, reliable as and consistent as the one that we have now now us in the world right we're not reliable right we're very inconsistent we're very emotional we're very destructive and loving and we got all this other stuff that we do you know that pulls us as a as a society as a culture as a population of humans right it pulls us in different places you know because we're motivated to you know to do things um that are not godly right but but god is not that way uh and uh and so we can learn we can learn what does love really look like when we watch god and we watch how uh, we, we listen to how he is described amen beautiful thank you nice kev. Job, kevin yeah thank you kev thank you mj kev yolanda you are up hello how is everyone Hi, Hello. Well, I was going to share uh, about God having emotions is um, in Genesis, where he says, uh, let us make men in our image after our likeness. In that, he imparted emotions to us. He has anger. Uh, of course, he displays his anger differently. He has righteous anger. Um, sometimes we have unrighteous anger when we become angry. Um, he, he had regret uh, when he said uh, also in Genesis, I am uh, sorry that I ever made man when uh, around Noah's time. And then, um, and then there's like, there's loneliness, which is one of them. He also loves greatly. He has compassion. Um, he's also a jealous God, which is spoken about. Um, he doesn't want us to have uh, other things besides him as far as worshiping and bowing down to. Uh, he doesn't want us to have idols. Um, he, he also is a very compassionate God. And he has wrath. And, um, and also... Um, when it talks about vengeance, 
um, vengeance is his. Uh, we're not to try and take matters into our own hands. Um, and there's joy. We have joy. He gave us joy. Um, and um, I'm watching two, two beautiful children uh, today. And um, I, when I asked them if God had emotion, they both said yes. Um, I, I, I'll see if you guys, uh, maybe you could hear from them in just a second here. Awesome. We're going to have two little guests. What, yes. what, what's your name? Hannah. Hannah, welcome. Welcome to God Focused Podcast. So you, do you think God has emotions? Yes. Yay. How do you know that? Because he expresses his emotions a lot when he's angry and when he's sad and when he has other emotions. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have emotions? Yes. What kind of emotions do you have? Anger, happiness, sadness, joyfulness. Oh, beautiful. What, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Could could you imagine not having emotions? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it, it would be very fun if we didn't have any emotions. What do you think? That wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, life, life would be boring without the highs and lows. And, uh, you know, when we do experience sadness and anger, we... Uh, also, another uh, feelings of, as she said, uh, happiness and uh, joyfulness, and uh, you know that's uh, um, you, we have those emotions, so we can tell the difference. It's yeah, it is amazing to um, we need the contrast in order to, to appreciate <laughs> to appreciate um, each realm of of emotion, the spectrum of it all. Well, thank you for sharing, Hannah. Anything else you want to share, real quick? No. All right. Well, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for allowing her to be a part. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you, Yolanda. Anything else you'd like to share? That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah. Um, no, that, that was primarily it. I just wanted to, um, you know, like, for example, Jesus also showed his anger in the temple when they were selling and buying things in the house of God. Um, that was another display of emotions, which is also an emotion we get. And just like what uh, Mike had said, um, grief. Uh, he expressed grief when he found out about his cousin, John the Baptist. Um, that was that was the time that he was really sad. Um, and and he also uh, shows us too um, how how important prayer is because many times he would go off and pray alone to his father, our father. Excellent. Well, thank you, Hannah and Eli, for allowing Yolanda to, and all of you to share with us today. It's awesome. I love it. Very beautiful. <laughs> thank you all. You guys have some really good detailed um, emotions and where this is all showing up in the Bible. I'm loving this today. You guys are awesome. So, Bill, you are up next. Excellent. Good morning, world. Good morning, group. And uh, I love all of you. And, uh, you know, this is a, a, a great topic because, you know, I've read the Bible twice. Doesn't make me a, a, a professor. <laughs> but, 
but I am pretty knowledgeable and I have a great understanding of it. And uh, all throughout the Bible, God is showing his emotions for our actions uh, as to whether or not we listen to the uh, prophets, the disciples, um, the priests. And uh, uh, every time that we uh, uh, turn away uh, from God's direction, uh, I'm sure God experienced sadness. And then that sadness turned into anger. And you you had famines and wars and, um, you know, you, you, you had the flood uh, where God was so sick of how the world was uh, that he flooded the whole thing and destroyed everybody except those that were on the ark. And uh, then, uh, you know, we uh, uh, there's two there's two stories in the Bible that really are similar. Uh, one's in the Old Testament and one's in the New Testament. And that is with Abraham and his son, where God says he has to sacrifice his son. I can't imagine, and Yolanda, great verse on how we're created in the image of our creator in likeness. So obviously, if we have emotions, uh, God has emotions. And you know, can you imagine Abraham hearing that from God? I got to sacrifice my son to, to serve you. And he was such a loyal servant that he did that. And I can't imagine the uh, emotional turmoil that Abraham had going to the place in the mountains to sacrifice his son. However, he believed that, you know, God had a plan. And uh, I'm sure he was praying for. God to speak to him to say don't do this and uh but he got all the way up to the slab and the knife's raised and you know he's ready to sacrifice his own son and I'm sure God was so thrilled with his with his obedience he provided a lamb and Abraham saw that as a sign from God to not sacrifice his son and sacrifice the lamb instead and uh, you know, God rewarded uh, Abraham uh, with that sacrifice. Then we have Jesus in the New Testament where, you know, he's, you know, got to go to the temples and, um, you know, he picks certain people to be his disciples along the way. And, uh, you know, uh, God's uh, you know, uh, pouring out his love and his spirit into Jesus and into the disciples and uh, making a case that, you know, Christ uh, is the Messiah. And uh, God takes all his anger out and, and he does sacrifice his own son so that through the love of Jesus willing to do that, that all we have to do is believe in his name and have eternal life and peace and call him lord savior master messiah priest and um uh you know that's you know god's anger and, and i'm sure he experienced great sadness and um then when jesus gave up the, uh, his physical spirit and joined his father i'm sure you know god had great joy and happiness for the obedience of his son and uh, those, you know, two stories and all throughout the Bible, you know, God was 
and if you talk to people, well, in the Old Testament, he was a wrathful God. Yeah, he was, because when we turned away, he got jealous, and he wanted us back and uh, allowed certain things to happen to you. Also, no matter what you do, you're going to experience failure in life, and that's going to give you, you know, sadness, anger, depression, anxiety, and um, uh, you got to remember that God allows us to go through the failures to expand our knowledge on not on what to not do, and then provides us solutions on what to do. And we're surrounded by people every day that are overcoming. Uh, God's continuing to pour out his spirit and allow babies to be born, weddings to happen, uh, um, you know, and uh, new technologies and solutions for healthcare and, um, you know, expanding uh, his kingdom uh, in the spirit by, by allowing that. And uh, then we're, and we also are surrounded by, you know, uh, Satan's demons and minions and, um, you know, that, you know, causes, you know, anger and sadness uh, when they interfere and uh, try to stop us from doing what God wants us to do and to do what they want to do. And, um, you know, so when God has emotions, absolutely. Not only that, he communicates to us through the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, that's through, you know, the Holy Spirit, through Jesus, through his angels. Um, you know, he is allowing, you know, Satan to rule this world, which will come to an end soon. And, uh, you know, it's um, uh, just be mindful, though, that overall, you know, it says many times in the Bible that, you know, God only wants the best for us. So. Uh, he is, you know, consistent. He has a plan. Um, I'm sure when we get off the path, uh, you know, it uh, uh, maybe doesn't anger him yet because maybe we have to go off the path uh, to know, oops, I mean, I, I, that, that's not the right way and I got to go back. It's like failure. When you fail and you don't succeed, uh, analyze the situation. And then now you know not to do that again. So later on, when that thing appears again to go off the path, um, you can discern, no, I got to stay on this path instead. And as one of my friends that was a Jew, he's like, Bill, when you're driving and you're not in a hurry, stay in your lane. <laughs> and, uh, you know, don't worry if people are passing you and going by you and, um, you know, and uh, be prayerful. I mean, uh, you know, I uh, uh, always uh, just, you know, pray for some, you know, family and friends and uh, solutions to my problems. And um, I, uh, you know, do cry out to God and uh, I have that uh, yearning and uh, uh, for an answer and for a blessing and uh, also for miracles uh, because you know, our God is a, is a miracle worker. And uh, when he creates a miracle for you or answers your prayer, um, I believe we all experience a, uh, um, joyfulness, happiness. Um, uh, we, we praise our, our God and pour out our love for him for uh, helping us. 
And uh, also sometimes the answer may not come for a couple months or a couple years. And, uh, you know, how faithful are you um, to, you know, uh, allow, you know, God to work his plan? And it's so tough to do that. And we have such a range of emotions that um, the biggest thing is uh, uh, when, when you experience the highs and the lows, uh, you know, always just take a step back, analyze your situation. Uh, it is okay to get angry. Our God gets angry, but with control and with purpose, uh, not with intention to hurt other people. Uh, when you're sad, um, you know, uh, call buddy, uh, listen to some good music and, uh, uh, you know, get back to a place of uh, enjoyment. And when you experience anxiety and depression, I mean, uh, you know, my solution, um, I smoke pot, weed, and I love pot, praise our Trinity. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, uh, get back to a place uh, where you can communicate with others around you uh, in a polite, uh, genuine way. Just uh, be mindful that, you know, uh, God will come to your rescue. We just don't know when. That's all I got. That's beautiful. Thank you, Bill. Wow. A lot of wisdom. A lot of wisdom. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Everybody digest. (laughs) I'm full. Oh my goodness. I've got one more for you. I've got Isaiah 49, 15. We're going to take this from a parenting perspective. Um, Never exclamation mark. Can a mother forget her little child and not have love for her own son? Question mark. Yet, even if he should be, I will not forget you. Or even if that should be, I will never forget you. So for those of you that are parents, you know, thinking about this question, you know, does God have emotions? You know, if you think of it from, you know, if you're a parent and can think from that perspective on this, um, there's a lot of emotions that <laughs> come along as parenting, as you're trying to protect your child and, and, uh, you know, help them behave and help them learn things and be patient with them. And there's lots of emotions that a parent goes through when raising a child. And, you know, in essence, that's what, what God shows us with Jesus, you know, putting Jesus on earth, showing us that perspective of being able to show emotions and still not sin. and have a wonderful life um you know, you know with very the good true. and the bad very true well yeah. said thank you thank you um yeah so uh, bottom line god is love and it's the love that uh for each of us because we are god's children and you know he loves us so much that you know he'll he'll battle whatever emotions come up <laughs> And in, in a way that he is not, he's not attached. He stays neutral, you know, doesn't sin through it. Cause he showed, showed us that through Jesus. Um, and it's just a good, I, I like those words to be, to be able to go through this earth, you know, the emotions are there. That's part of what we, you know, who we are, but yet not having attachments as we're setting goals and moving towards, you know, the objective and the race that we're here to run and to be able to stay neutral in the midst of those emotions, you know, you can feel them, but yet not let it change your behavior. Um, I forget someone earlier mentioned that, that that was a, a brilliant way 
to uh, to look at this is how are our emotions affecting our behavior? And I I look at emotions as like fertilizer, fuel, energy. Um, and um, if we took that away, you know, just like we were talking with Hannah, I mean, if we had no emotions, I mean, gosh, this place would be pretty boring. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, everyone would be like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, doing all right. Yeah, and it'd just like, you know, it, it would just be so boring. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, Pam's gonna do the same thing she did last week, you know, it just, you know, every, it would just be too, like, boring. So it's, it's good that we have emotions. And when we have the lows, it appreciates the highs, like, you know, especially if, if um, any of you are sick or in pain or ill and, you know, and you've got, you know, you're hurting um, it, it, when that happens to me, I, I, it totally makes me be able to anchor that in like, okay, I remember when I could walk, I remember when I could move, you know, and, and I, I appreciate those days now, like, okay, I can walk today, I can stand upright, I have no pain, I, you know, and just, you can rejoice in the good, you know, because you have something to compare it to, and you don't have to go into the pit to, you know, to have that comparison, but um, it's just being able to appreciate the highs and the lows and just const- to me, it's constantly working to stay neutral, you know, yeah. Okay. There's some anger. Yeah. There's some fear. There's, you know, there are all these different emotions, but how do we stay in control of it all? Like that's the fertilizer, you know, so we, we can decide how to turn it up, turn it down, you know, make it more potent, change the chemical composition of it. Um, it, we we have control over it because God showed us that with Jesus on earth. Um, that's how I see. So I, I do get the idea that God has emotions, especially after this conversation. You guys brilliantly wove lots of different examples of God showing emotion. But yet, bottom line, he loves us. He loves us. Um, and that's why we, he has the range of emotions and allows different things. And just knowing that his love, um, trumps everything. And, um, uh, to me, that's, I, I just love to be able to rest in that place, knowing that God loves me. I can do this. He's rooting for me. You know, even though he might be a little angry or frustrated or <laughs> whatever, you know, he still loves me. So, um, well. I, I wanted to ask you guys a question. In today's world, where is the, one of the greatest displays of public emotion? Does any, I have a great one, but does anybody uh, have any, uh, uh, where you would uh, find it a great, a great display of emotion? Are you say. plugging the Super Bowl? You're plugging the Super Bowl, aren't you? I'm not plugging, I'm plugging <laughs> all sports, boxing, <laughs> especially boxing. But in football, like when I was with my son last weekend and we were watching the Bengals play the Kansas City Chiefs in the stadium, when you're in the stadium and he, everybody's, he, everybody's emotion is running wild, it is an amazing feeling to be there and to experience it. I've been to some boxing matches and I saw Ricky Hatton from England fight Jose Luis Gonzalez in uh, Las Vegas. And the uh, people from England, you know, flooded Vegas, came over, and uh, they had these uh, drums, and they were beating it in the stadium. And then all of a sudden, you could feel the energy, just like uh, a tornado, just 
it was engulfing and everybody was cheering and yelling and uh, going crazy. And all of a sudden you, you could feel the energy in the room. And in the Bible, it says people that play sports uh, play, play to win an eternal crown. And it is also uh, usually people do lose their tempers and there's fights once in a while in sports. I mean, boxing is already a fight, <laughs> but, and I love boxing because you can get knocked down and you can get back up if you have the heart of a tiger and a champion and a warrior and you can win and you can lose. But the, the, the range that we experience with other people, uh, I mean, I, you know, I know God's watching the match and uh, he's probably got a favorite that he wants to win or whatever. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he knows the outcome ultimately, but uh, not trying to plug the Super Bowl, but, uh, but sports in general, like I love basketball. I remember, I got to tell you the story real quick. And I can't tell you how awesome it was. We were, we played a 14 to win uh, at Judson College. And uh, that morning, uh, we were getting thumped. Uh, we were, uh, it was uh, uh, 12 to 4, and uh, we had the ball and um, uh, drove down, and I like to hit the threes. And uh, so I was hanging on the win, and uh, the guy passed it to me, and there's this guy named Gabe. Watch it. He can hit it. So I lit it up. Boom. Three points. We go down. We get a defensive stop. Uh, we come down again. I go to the same spot. They feed me again. Boom, three points. Now the game's tied. And then uh, we go down. We get another defensive stop. So I was like, well, instead of doing my same old thing, I'm going to go down low in, in the box. And I posted up this guy, Johnny, and uh, they fed me the ball again. Boom, scored. We won the game. I scored eight straight points. And the feeling of the the enjoyment <laughs> Uh, just that it was me that scored eight straight points. And, uh, you know, there's a, uh, I heard a saying uh, uh, from the Mormon church that uh, in China, they believe that Christ will come back in a basketball court. And uh, Judson's a Christian college and uh, just a great group of guys I used to play with all the time. But the, uh, the emotion I experienced that day of winning, of scoring uh, three straight buckets, uh, three straight defensive stops. I mean, uh, in sports, everyone in general, if they can pick something that the golf, tennis, soccer, whatever it is, uh, you find a team that you root for and that you um, uh, uh, fall in love with the players. And, um, and then when they lose, I mean, the sadness, the, the depression, oh my gosh, my team lost. I mean, can you imagine last year if you were a Gonzaga fan, defeated all the way into the championship and lose the championship? That was their only loss of the year, and they lost the big one. Um, it's just, uh, uh, I like that verse because the people that play sports, you know, uh, all of them, uh, a lot of them don't make it professionally, uh, but we have little leagues. And I look at the kids' emotions uh, that they go through when they're playing t-ball and um, you know, I mean, and I looked at the emotions, my kid, uh, we were rooting for the same team last week for the Bengals to come back and win. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Ohio, so I'm kind of biased there and I always been a Bengal fan. 
and uh, Bear fan uh, because my, my family was from Ohio and Illinois. And uh, um, my, my kid uh, was jumping up and down and high-fiving. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. And uh, you know, we see miracles in sports all the time. And um, records are meant to be broken. So uh, I just wanted you to be mindful of in today's world, where we can see a whole range of emotions as with stadiums filled of people cheering on their team. And, um, you know, they play the game to win an eternal crown. And the people that play sports and we watch, we fall in love with them. And um, we uh, 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 cheer for them. And uh, when they lose, uh, we lose a little bit because, you know, our team or our player lost. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, 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 just a great way to display uh, emotion in this physical world. And uh, I'm sure God displays it spiritually as well. And um, I mean, I look forward to eternity and uh, being one of God's warriors and helpers. And uh, I just love you guys. And uh, that's all I got. Yeah, that's good. And how about celebration of life? You know, when, yeah, when a, a baby's funeral. born. Yes, Mike. Yes. Yeah. Or when somebody passes. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, emotions are so many things. Um, yeah. Celebration of life, you know, living and beyond this life on earth. And I thank you, Bill, for that, um, that, that metaphor with the stadium. That's awesome. That, that's a, that was a really great question. Where are emotions? Like, and, and it's a really good it's a really good question. Like, where is it going on in this planet where people are really passionate, really emotional? Um, and uh, how do we live like that every day with that just excited? Um, but, you know, it's but there's mundane stuff. You know, it's the up and the down. But how do we get more of that love and, and um, uh, that winning in our life, like every day? Um, that would be my well, challenge yeah, to everybody. Point. The other place too is uh, uh, where people congregate. Obviously, you know, churches and synagogues and places of uh, prayer and worship. Um, there's a lot of emotion going on there, and uh, um, the you know pastor priest is uh, uh, communicating to that body. And uh, I, I guess I'm kind of non-denominational, but like when I go to a place. You know, I want them to have great music. Uh, I want the, the pastor to be full of energy and the spirit and uh, trying to pour out what we do on this podcast is, you know, how, how does God interact with them and how can he share that with other people to encourage their beliefs? So, I mean, that's another place people can go as well too, Angie. Yeah, good point. I mean, there's, there's, um, physical any anytime people are congregating two or more you know together energy builds because there's more more people in, to uh uh to navigate you know the emotions you know in the range of you know some people are up some people are down and some people are excited and you know how do you uh you know you know and that's why environment's important getting around people that really bring you up consistently and challenge you um, uh, and it's okay to be pushed and frustrated, you know, cause that's where, you know, we grow in those times. So we need all the range of emotions. Um, what a beautiful discussion today. 
And uh, I appreciate every single one of you and your input. Um, gosh, I mean, this is, uh, we, we, there's lots of ways we could take this one. <laughs> and continue on with this. Because um, each one of those topics and emotions that we brought up today, I mean, we could do a complete episode on each one. Uh, and some of them we have. <laughs> um, wow. So thank you all. You guys are beautiful. Um, God-focused podcast. Stay God-focused in everything you do, every emotion you have. You know, what would Jesus do <laughs> if this, you know, whatever you are experiencing, what would Jesus do? You know, how, how would he handle this? And, um, and just try putting on some of those, uh, ideas for yourself and, um, yeah. So does God have emotions? Um, very awesome question. And where, where are those emotions showing up on our planet? So it's a, those are two great questions as we end their session today. All God's children said, amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at Podcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation secondly if you have the financial means to help us we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing if there's any situations you can help with us we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.